Hola, quiero un one burger de pollo, uh, chicken burger. Oh, um, you, you want a chicken sandwich? No, no, sandwich, no, no sandwich. Burger de, de chicken. E, okay, so the number two? No, no. Number two, no. Number two, no. Use burger de chicken. Burger, chicken. Chicken. Yeah, so um, we have chicken sandwiches. We, we don't have burgers. Just a terco. Hey, Luis, ente vato, dile que quiero una hamburguesa de pollo. Yeah, man, he just wants a chicken sandwich. Ah, que la no quiero un triste sandwich. Chicken burger. Okay. Um, <clears throat> hey, can we can we just can we get this guy a chicken burger? Just just making a chicken sandwich, but just say it's a chicken burger. Gracias. Yeah, we got you a chicken chicken uh, sandwich burger. We got a chicken burger waiting for you. Chicken chicken yeah, chicken chicken yeah yeah, chicken chicken yeah, chicken chicken. This is not an almanac. Hello everyone, I'm Doctor D. This is not an almanac. And I have a guest with me today. Why don't you introduce yourself, man? This is, uh, my name's Trevor Rice. Um, just a redhead that lives in Dallas. All right, Mr. Redhead. And today we're actually talking about something that's very close to our heart. Something that's impacted the community, I think, around the world, maybe, very deeply. And it's a serious issue that almost no one talks about. Is a sick as a chicken sandwich also a chicken burger? And now you have experience with this topic in general. Why don't you tell us what that experience is? Yeah, so my experience is uh, <clears throat> worked at a very popular fast food uh, chicken sandwich chain that sells quite a bit of chicken sandwiches. Um, are we able to say, are we able to say the name of where we worked? Is that, is that yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, so I worked at a Chick-fil-A, if you couldn't couldn't tell. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so just like a common thing is we, we, we get asked if we sold chicken burgers. And, uh, and it wasn't so much like a, a question as, hey, do you all have chicken burgers? It was just they would order a chicken burger. And uh, it, it always led to some confusion because, you know, I always called them chicken sandwiches, as did the store. And uh, it always took you aback when someone asked for a burger. Because typically they wouldn't say chicken burger. They would just say, can I get a burger, a number one burger or a number two burger? And uh, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't call it a chicken burger. They just asked for a burger. And then it set you back. You were like, did they change the menu when I wasn't here? Yeah. Yeah, it always, I was like, wait a second. What's it called? Yeah, hey, man, I wanted to ask. So I think I've asked this already, but I want to ask for everyone else. Um. The chicken at Chick-fil-A is super good. Mm -hmm. And my theory is the only way it can be that good is if they bread it at the place. But that seems kind of hard because it's like a bunch of chicken that they sell. So does it come breaded and you guys just fry it or do y'all bread it there? No, they actually bread it there. Uh, so they do the whole breading process there. Or <clears throat> how does it, how do they get like that, ma that many out? Uh, the <clears throat> so any Chick Fil A you've, you've been to, especially during like peak hours, you probably notice there's quite a few employees in the front, and there's probably just as many, if not more, in the back. And so they, every Chick Fil A is kind of different. Ours, uh, oddly enough, the one I worked at was one of the highest selling ones in the entire chain. At one point, we were fifth, and then I know they got higher at some point. Um, but our store, mm. the 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 way that they had the kitchen organized was actually terrible, but we were kind of landlocked, so we couldn't develop the store to become any bigger because of the location. And so it made it kind of hard. But So like you needed an ocean around you. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> an ocean of concrete. Grow, okay. So uh, we were outside of oh, okay. outside yeah. of a mall, which you know the mall, but um, yeah, so we were outside of the mall, so they where they were at, the rest of the parking lot on the other side of this like little street was all the malls parking and so they couldn't build any bigger to like increase the kitchen size so it was pretty small but it, essentially it's just very it's it's yeah just just 
real quick, just to clarify to our listeners, yeah. for those of you that don't know, a mall is like um, like a flea market, but it's indoors. Think of it like a school, but they sell things. There you go. Okay, keep going, man. <laughs> I didn't know people didn't know what a mall was. I mean, I don't know who knows what a mall is. Yeah. I mean, I figure if you're in America, you probably know what a mall is. It's a rather American phenomenon, I believe. I think it, I think, I don't know. I'll have to dive in that later. The They're dying though. Did you, did you know that? Yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy. Yeah. There's like YouTube channels of just, uh, people walking around dead malls. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, I can't imagine a world without a mall, to be honest. I don't go to them often, but I know they exist. Yeah. I feel I feel like what'll probably happen. Like the dentist. It'll be the same thing that happens like with churches. There'll be like mega malls, you know, like a mega church, but it'll just be a, a giant mall. So like, oh, dude, like malls come together and then make like some giant tower that's a mall. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. There's actually, I don't know why I know this. I think I know it from a podcast, but there was a certain mall that I think they were building in the north somewhere that <clears throat> it was meant to have like living spaces. You know, like there was apartment complexes and then shopping and it was all... Wait, are you sure it's not the store called Living Spaces? Because that's a store. Is that a store? Yeah, there's a store called Living Spaces. Yeah. So maybe it was just meant to have the store Living Spaces. Potentially. Right? Maybe. Who knows? I found, if, that's how rumors get started. Sounds anyway. like uh, <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you have a future podcast episode. But yeah. The, Dude, we should, we should make a mall that has like an indoor um snowboarding thing i think that'd be kind of cool but we're not talking about malls right now so yeah yeah so the how was the kitchen laid out that you think was like mess was not good yeah so um yeah ours the way it was structured it just didn't it didn't it prevented us from being able to do certain things so we had like a hard cut off from breakfast to lunch because um they had to they had to change out different stations uh for different things and for instance, like they used a certain warmer uh, for soups, um, but also in the morning, that's how they kept. Um, why am I forgetting the name? The uh, the little chicken biscuits you can get, not the not the normal ones, but the tiny ones you you can get. Um, they would keep that to, chicken bites. No, they weren't chicken bites. I forget what they called them, but they were like these honey buns essentially, and they kept those warmed in that warmer. But they couldn't. They couldn't. They didn't have any other space for the soup, so. Once it hit 10:30, we'd switch to lunch, and we couldn't we couldn't you know keep those buns warm anymore. So that's why we always had a hard cutoff for breakfast. But different like kitchens had like modular kitchens where they had like floating islands and stuff for stations for you know um, whether it was making things like lemonade or the tea or you know making the salads and stuff like that. Because they had more space, right? Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, so it was just a big kind of open area, and they could move certain islands around as needed and then they had designated areas for you know very specific things where we had to like swap that's out. kind of crazy yeah so hey did you ever eat the the like breakfast chicken chicken burgers at chick-fil-a the breakfast chicken burgers yeah uh <laughs> like it has like that weird bun it's not like a regular burger bun it's like a like a, like a, <laughs> there's a word for it. And I know the word. <laughs> it's at the tip of my tongue. A biscuit. It's like a biscuit. But I don't mean cookies like the British call biscuits. I mean biscuits like Southern biscuits. Yeah. Well, they had the chicken bagels. Do you ever eat? The... I don't think I've had a chicken bagel. Right. But dude, if you take like a really muffin? big bite. I think so. I don't know. It's just the regular one that, that's like the regular one. Maybe you don't get like the fancy stuff, but who knows? Whenever you take like a really big bite, that stuff like the bread kind of starts to choke you. And I've had near death experiences, so I mean it's a Christian chain. So maybe that's how they bring you closer to God. Is <laughs> yeah, small suffocating moments. Yeah, maybe they're so good though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite exactly sure which one you're talking about, but um, the chicken biscuits are like the only thing that I still enjoy eating there. What you don't like the regular the regular ones anymore? No, nah, man. When after working there for like two years, you know, more than forty hours a week, sometimes eating, you know, sometimes eating their food twice a day, 
I I just I can't do it much anymore. Like if I if I get Chick Fil A, where do you get your chicken sandwiches? Um, I don't really eat chicken sandwiches. Um, if I do like fried like chicken, I really like getting like chicken tenders or um, you know, like your your traditional fried chicken. So there's like a couple. There's oh, a okay. there's a place right next to me. It's um called Lucky's, and they do like Nashville hot chicken, and uh, oh that stuff's good. They do. It's it's really good. What's funny is I actually enjoy, I enjoy hot things, but I enjoy their mild, normal chicken more so than I do uh, their hot. And I think it's just because Nashville style tends to use a lot of cayenne, and uh, I like it. Okay. I like is it. Is it too hot to enjoy? Um, it can be. Um, it, some of the stuff gets it gets really hot because what they do is they cook, they use the grease with the cayenne, so it like it holds the heat in a lot, and it really like soaks it into the chicken. So, it, yeah, it gets pretty hot. And then, huh? I might we might need to go check it out. But um, so you never got into the whole Popeyes chicken sandwich versus Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, right? Uh, not really. I I, I kind of, you know, I couldn't really care less. But I did. I did, did you try it. I did try it one day. Um, I had like a coworker that wanted to get it, and I was like, all right, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll go try it. And um, I didn't like it. I did, I, was it? Did you not like it because you had been, you had chicken burnout from Chick Fil A, or did you not like it? As in, even though you don't like Chick Fil A now, it's still superior. Yeah, I think, I I don't think it had anything to do with the burnout because it it's kind of a different, the way they bread it and stuff's different. Because um, that's the thing is it's just it's just Chick Fil A's chicken. Um, I still like the taste of it for the most part, but anytime I eat it, it just it just feels like I'm just putting something you know in my body so i'm not hungry anymore you know it It feels like you're on your lunch break and you're about to clock back in and you're like crap i gotta go back to work when i'm done eating yeah yeah uh so there's probably a lot of reasons why i don't care for it as much anymore i still think it's better than most most chicken chains um but i i think with the the popeyes one i think it was just i just didn't care for it i didn't like i feel like a chicken sandwich um you don't want all the the like big crunchy pieces that you might want with just normal, you know, like a normal chicken breast or like a chicken tender. Um, yeah. Cause it just, I don't know. It just makes it harder to like bite into it. And I feel like the sandwich needs to be a little more cohesive. And then I also, a big problem I have See? with sandwiches is when they put like way too much of a, a sauce or a dressing on it. And I think, yeah. I think they put some sort of sauce on there and I just didn't really, I just didn't really care for it. Gotcha. To me, the times I've gone, it just it's never tasted as fresh as Chick Fil A's does. Yeah, and that's like, the other thing too is it didn't it didn't taste it, all that fresh. It makes a huge difference. It really does. Yeah. Like I, don't, like I never really thought about the big difference that it makes until I paid attention because we we made some copycat Chick Fil A at the house, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, this is really good. But the reason it was good is because we had to like put it in that buttermilk overnight. Bread it the next day, and I, it was like a lot of work. And I was like, I, I don't think they do that at Chick Fil A. That's why it tastes so good here. We went to Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A was also really good, and so we were debating whether or not they did that because that's the only way you can get that kind of flavor. Yeah, yeah. No, they they actually they actually do. Like when um, I forget when we opened, but like our shift would start at like five thirty and. Uh, and the a lot of the kitchen Dang, staff would be there, like a, like a legit restaurant. Then, yeah, and a lot of the kitchen staff would be there at like four thirty. It would already be cutting lemons. You know, like some people would be cutting lemons and putting them in a bucket, and then somebody else would, yeah. would take the bucket and actually juice the lemons. Um, and then somebody would run that, you know, through a strainer to get rid of any pulp or some of the pulp, because um, they 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 left a lot of the pulp in. But uh, and then you know you had somebody that was literally stirring the sugar in there. A fun fact: If you need a, if you need energy, Dang. there is so much sugar yeah. in the lemonade that when I occasionally worked the 5:30 a.m. shift, I would drink the lemonade instead of the coffee because it gave me more energy. That's crazy. Now that brings me to like another question. I've heard that Chick Fil A puts real cocaine in their breading and in their lemonade. If that was true, would you be willing to tell us? 
Um, if that was true, then I don't know if I could tell you, but um, I definitely... did y'all stop putting cocaine in the ch- in the lemonade? I just know when I when I quit, I've had some serious health issues. Uh, yeah, it's that withdrawal probably yeah, yeah. part of that. It took a while. So, what bothers you about a chicken burger over a chicken sandwich? So, I, I put some thought into this because mostly I think at the time, the thing that bothered me about it was just, it always just confused me for a second because, you know, they would just say burger. And, of course, the first thought is, why are they asking for a burger like that? Or we would sometimes get, <laughs> we would get asked if we had uh, fish sandwiches. And, I don't know, it, it just. It was, Wait, y'all don't have fish sandwiches, right? I never even thought about that. Y'all don't, right? That's not a thing. It's just chicken. Yeah, it's I don't Chick Fil A. I don't think any Chick Fil A's have any fish sandwiches. Like people would say that we did, but I don't know where they where they got that. Maybe they're confusing it with McDonald's. Yeah, maybe. But isn't isn't a burger a sandwich? So yeah. So here's after I've like given thought to this, I I yes, a burger is a sandwich, but I think a burger is a category of a sandwich, like a subcategory. So it's a very specific type of sandwich. Oh, so, and what would you think is like the specificity of it? So that a chicken doesn't qualify. So I think I think the difference, and just what I've come up with, is the only difference is that the 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 bread that's used is a bun, as opposed to just like a sliced piece of bread. I think that's one part of what a you know, like a hamburger is, is the bun. And then the second is that whatever meat that they use, whatever the protein is, it's ground. Where a chicken sandwich, you know, that is a filet. It's it's just a cut piece of, you know, chicken breasts or something along those lines and is put between. But sometimes it's, it's ground chicken. Where? Like, where where's a place that grounds chicken and calls it chicken sandwiches? Our kitchen? We make we we sometimes will ground up chicken to make chicken sandwiches. It's like if we made too much for nuggets, then we'll just use the rest for your sandwich patties. Your kitchen does that? Chicken burgers. Like at my house. Okay. So the uh, um homemade kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I just think there's a I think there needs to be it's I th- I think you have to categorize it. So I think if you ground the meat and put it between a bun, you now have a chicken burger. Or because we like we call tur- you know turkey burgers burgers when the meat's ground and formed into a patty, just like a burger patty is. But we don't call you know a deli sliced you know piece of turkey between two pieces of bread a burger. We call it a turkey sandwich. You know, or if there's other like yeah, but deli meat is cured. Not always. Versus uh, beef is cooked. Well, it, depend, it depends on... Right? Because if I remember correctly, like the first restaurant that, that started selling what we know now as, as hamburgers was using sandwich bread. And like what we call a burger bun is a new invention. Yeah. So, well, that's the thing too is, is things kind of form over time, right? So... Um... If if I if I remember correctly, kind of the history of burgers was it actually came from uh, somewhere in the east. Um, I think it was a it was like mutton or something like that. It was like they were cutting off fat pieces of like their horses and stuff as as a way to like survive over long journeys. <laughs> that reminds me of that reminds me of uh, the office when Dwight goes, I invented a machine where I can pull six. Wait, is it? no, it's, it's uh, three burger patties from a horse or six slicer, sliders from a live horse without killing it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you got to live the office. You gotta... But anyways, you were saying? Huh? Yeah. You were you were saying? Yeah, so I, I think it started as something something like that, right? Like a survival mechanism. And then it somehow made its cross, you know, made itself westward and... Um, made it to 
Germany where they were using that same sort of process and they were they were taking this you know cut of beef and uh, calling it a steak and it was called the Hamburg steak because they just named it after the city that it was popularized in and then when uh, yeah Hamburg yeah and then whenever they brought that over uh, to America uh, leaving Germany and stuff it started becoming a hamburger because of them adding bread and it was like a way for them to um, you know just use everything they had because like point where they came from Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was, ba- it it was, was like it was basically just to use everything. where they came from, right? Yeah, and to do that, yeah. Yeah. And so I think they ended up just calling it a hamburger because now they were taking this Hamburg steak and putting it in between something. And so the name came out of a way to specify just the difference between the two items, from my understanding. So if you can get a steak and put it between two buns and call it a hamburger, how is that different from a <clears throat> filet of chicken or so fish. i think again i think it's just because the steak has actually been ground because like traditionally a lot of burgers so you think it's just are, just the process the process of grounding the meat changes it so much to where you would consider it a burger but if you had like a piece of a piece of angus beef and put it between two buns it's not a burger it's a, it's an angus sandwich yeah I literally, I think that's all it is. I'm not, I'm not like beholden. But, I'm not why, beholden why to this it, idea. It, I don't think it, it's a necessity, but I, I do think that's, you know, after thinking exactly about exactly what you're saying, what you're saying is no, what you're saying is if you think that putting a piece of Angus skirt steak between two buns and you call it a burger, you should die. That's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think that's so me and my me and my friend actually were talking about this last night and uh it it was funny how philosophical it got but I, I think it has to do with um categorization and for the sake of of having conversation I mean we do this with with so many things right like we we add subcategories so for instance like right uh, I've been watching a lot of videos on just kind of the history of genres and video games and and where those came from and so one of the biggest highest selling genres is the first person shooter which is odd that we call it a first person shooter because a genre typically in any other medium has to do with you know something that's not a mechanic so there's romance and so that genre has to do with the love between you know um at least two individuals and then there's like Thriller and then horror, which are very similar, but one has to do more with building uh, suspense and the other has to do with scaring you, right? But in first-person shooters, first-person is literally just a mechanic. It means that the way you see the game is in first-person. Right, because you could have a sci-fi horror first-person shooter or you could have like a a war first-person shooter. Right. Nothing to do with sci-fi or horror. Right. Yeah. So and that then, makes sense. That's weird. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So and then you can add qualifiers to categorize things so people understand what you're saying. So I can if somebody goes, "Hey, what's this game you're playing?" and say it's Call of Duty um, or Halo, I could say, "Oh, it's a first-person game." Uh, you said duty. I did say duty. <laughs> they would just they wouldn't really understand much about the game. But if I had the qualifier of it's a first-person shooter, then they understand a little more. And then if I want to, you know, say explain a little more, is I could say. It's a it's a modern war style first person shooter, or it's a sci fi based first person shooter, and now they understand things differently. And yeah, what's interesting is, would you say that the mechanic comes before the the category, or is it vice versa? Like, what's more important to know about a game that it's first person shooter or that it's a horror genre? All right. We're back in business. Okay, cool. Just some small technical difficulties. Some technical difficulties. So, so what was your last question? Categories. Categories. You asked what uh, would you say? Would you say it's a first-person shooter? Or would you say it's horror first? Right? Like what? What's more important? Yeah. What well, What well, would define the game more? 
so, so I don't, you know, I, I think it depends on the game. Um, I think it's what the bulk of the game is. So, f for instance, the first Halo game actually has a pretty scary moment. Uh, the first time you 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 find the flood, um, with the flood, yeah, yeah, and that whole Dude, that crap creeped me there. Yeah, out. yeah, that part was freaky, but nobody calls Halo a horror game. And I yeah, but the, but the mechanic is throughout the whole game. Yeah, right. I mean, unless you're driving, but other than that, it's throughout the whole game. Yeah, yeah, the first person shooting mechanics throughout the whole game. So. Um, it, I feel like it just has to do with what is the most prevalent, you know? So, um, yeah, the resident evil games, those are horror survival games and they, they, they do have shooting in it and it depends on what game too. Like the most recent game was first person, but the previous two before that weren't. Um, and then did you ever play biohazard? Uh, that's the, the most recent one, right? Resident evil seven. I think so. It's it's the one that I got. Okay, I think, I think that's the most recent. I'm pretty sure that's the most recent. I played some of it. Um, I actually got really ticked off with one of the boss fights, and so I just gave up. I was like, "This is, I don't care enough to play this game." <laughs> Which one? The the one where you fight the the dad of that like the family, and um, you fight. Oh, him. in the garage? No, not the car one. It's the one where he's got like the chainsaw or something like that. It's like the second. Is that that's before the garage or after? It's after. Yeah. In the attic, right? I think it is. Uh, I don't think. I don't remember, but I think. Yeah, I think I know which fight you're talking about. Yeah. Why did that make you mad? <laughs> it just every time I would like I don't know I don't I can't remember it just things kept not working for me like I felt like I was hitting all the right buttons and stuff and it still yeah I would still get hit my my uh, my roommate actually was watching me play it and he goes yeah this fight's a little unfair because you can hit the buttons at the right time, but uh, sometimes the way that the game registers him hitting you, um, just it, it, it just feels like you do everything you're supposed to, and he still hits you, and it doesn't really make any sense. And I was like... That's weird. Yeah. And that's, I was just getting irritated with it, and I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm, I don't feel like dealing with this. I, don't, I didn't care to play this game that much. Oh, I don't think I ran into that problem. Yeah. I need to play it again then, so I, because I, I don't think I paid enough attention to notice. Yeah. That. Yeah. And um, and maybe I just was having an off day. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was annoyed that the dad wouldn't stay dead. Like that annoyed me that he wouldn't stay like just die. But no. That's life, man. Just. Oh, have you have you seen Sweet Home? Seen what? Sweet Home. Sweet. It's on Netflix. Sweet Home. Yeah, uh -uh. Sweet Home. Uh -uh. Like home sweet home, but it's just sweet home. I've, no, I've never. I've you should not. watch. You well, believe it or not. I'm not gonna say you should watch it because believe it or not, I don't have a Netflix subscription right now. Dang. Well then, don't even worry about watching it. You're not missing out at all. Okay. It's not really good, and it doesn't. It's not even remotely like anime, and the story isn't deep with great character development, and you know they're not trying to teach you anything at all. So. It's not even worth your time. Oh, okay. You're, you're really selling the show. There's uh, no redeeming qualities. Yeah. Uh, it's not actually a good show at all. You should definitely watch it. That's what I yeah. got. Just stay away from, from that show. With uh, Now, if you have Netflix, I would say go watch it. But if you don't, you know, you're not missing out. But I, I'm not going to say I enjoy it. Because that would be unfair to you because you don't have Netflix. You don't have access to that. So for me to even tell you, like, it's a really good show, man. Sure. I th I Characters are all great, well-developed, and well-rounded. The story arc on <laughs> everyone is just astounding. I'm not going to do that, you know? Yeah. Why would you? I'd be a... But I will say that there's, like, zombies involved. Oh, okay. Yeah, I looked it up. It's a, it looks like it's a Korean uh, zombie TV show. Yeah. Apocalyptic a little bit. Yeah, dude. I've gotten into, like, Korean tv shows recently i don't know why it's just i started watching a couple of them and i was like yeah i actually like these and then started watching that one did you see that's a fun thing did you see the movie uh parasite from a couple years back i did i did what'd you think of that yeah i waited till the hype went down because i didn't want i didn't want the hype to ruin it i thought it was pretty well made i thought it, I thought it was a pretty good pretty good uh 
movie. Yeah, I um, I loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, <clears throat> that like I, I've I've watched a lot of of Korean stuff, so it wasn't like the most surprising thing, or I wasn't taken back as much as everyone else was, because I guess like you know you start to like appreciate how they make films enough to where you see it and like oh that's cool you know yeah but it reminds me of other stuff that, that you've seen yeah i can but see it that. was really good i can see that i just really liked it because um the story was very well told and it was a very like like tight movie like there wasn't any fluff or anything like everything always had a purpose for being there um yeah and then they were really good at building tension, yeah. holding it, and then releasing it at the right moment. Yeah. And I really appreciated yeah. that. And then my, my favorite thing about it, and it's something that that, that director's amazing at, is uh, the way it just so deftly like switched between tones. Like that's – yeah. Parasite is actually a great example of um, how would you describe that movie to somebody because it, it kind of changes genres so many times it's hard to say it's just a drama, you know, or if somebody said, is it a horror movie? Well, right. Not really, but dude, it definitely had horror elements. Yeah. There was parts where I was legitimately horrified at what was going on. Yeah. 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 And what's cool is you like, if you don't, if you don't know about the movie, then the surprises that come at you are so unexpected that did you ever watch, um, freaks freaks? Yeah, that was on Netflix. Huh. Uh, no, that didn't ring a bell. Okay, because it, it's it's just like it's similar in that aspect to Freaks. Is if you do, if you come in knowing nothing about the film, uh, you don't you don't know where the story's going. You're just enjoying the ride, right. and then when it makes that turn, you're like, "Holy crap!" And then the ride just turns a lot more fun. Okay. Yeah, then it's definitely similar yeah. in that that sense. Um, Another, uh, if you want to watch another Korean film that is on Netflix, uh, watch the movie called Burning. What's it, what's it called? Burning, like if you caught something on fire or you left something on the stove, burning. Oh, okay, it's it's burning. Yeah, um, it's. I'm gonna check it out then. It's like a drama mystery film. Um, it's really good. It's actually got uh, Steven Yoon in it. Um, um, What's the character's name? He's from The Walking Dead. Glenn. Yeah. So he's in he's not like the main character. Is it good? But uh is it good? Is, yeah, is he good in this? I don't think I've seen him act in anything outside of The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, he's he's fantastic. Like he plays a completely different character. He's so kind of the setup for the movie is this there's this kid that kinda like meets with this girl. And then they have like a romantic relation, you know, like some moments together. And then all of a sudden Steven Yoon's character shows up and he's just this like really chill, mysterious guy that he can't really pinpoint, you know, who he is or what he is or like, you know, and, and that's kind of sets up the mystery of the film. And, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I need to watch it. It sounds good. Yeah. There's one that. I was gonna recommend, but I can't remember what it's called. It's a zombie movie, and it's also Korean. Train to Busan. It has this. I think it's the same. Train to Busan. No, that one is really good. No, it's it's a different one. It came out not too long ago. I'm trying to think what it was because I saw it recently with my wife, and it was pretty good. Uh, It's not like. It takes. It's not. It's not filled with like super excitement throughout the film. I know they made but it's a, they made like a weird sequel to Train to Busan that wasn't it didn't have I don't Yeah, no, it, it's it takes place in like an apartment complex. Hmm. And you don't leave the apartment complex. It's like uh like Z no. Zombie something. I don't know, man. I I'm not going to if I remember I'll let you know. Yeah. But just let me know. You should look for it anyway and watch it, but you don't have Netflix, so you can't do that. Yeah, I'll get, I'll have Netflix again. I just realized I had like too many. I didn't know there was too people. many, too many streaming services, and I, uh, I've been more into anime lately, so I just canceled all my other stuff and it's just sticking with, with my Funimation account. Oh, okay. I was gonna ask what you had. What, what did you have before? Like before having Funimation. Yeah, I did. I had Netflix for a while. Um. And then, 
I decided to finally take the plunge and and try and watch the entirety of Naruto. So yeah, I watched. Uh, I was watching all of that. How was it on Netflix? And then the second series, which is just like the continuation of the story, Naruto Shippuden, was on Hulu, and so coincidentally, uh, Hulu gave me a free month for my birthday. So I watched all the way up to a certain episode on Hulu before. I'd watch everything English dub, and uh, they stopped yeah. like episode one forty is where they stopped the English dub, and then it switched. I hate over. it when they do that. Yeah, and and I have no problem watching it subbed. It's just I'm so used to hearing. I mean, Naruto's like a thousand something episodes, and so I'm I'm using Dang. I'm using a guide so that it can cut out all the fillers, so I know what episodes episodes to skip. But you know, I'm like four hundred episodes in. I'm not about to switch over to voices I don't recognize, you know. So yeah, you're gonna be like, "Who's who's that?" Yeah. What uh, is it worth? Is it worth the watch? Because it's it seems like quite an investment of time. I I really think it's worth the watch. It it uh it has this kind of um this stigma around it that I definitely bought into that I don't think is justified, but it seems like it's just one of those animes that's popular just simply because it's popular you know like it just it came out at the right time and just kind of okay so you're saying it's not like phenomenal it's popular just because it came out no no so that was my perception of it like oh, okay that's the vibe i got and i think yeah which is mine yeah and i think part of what it is um i i saw somebody else like do a video on it and he was like pleading the case that no it's actually an amazing show and it's actually worth your watch but it came out at a time where um, one of the biggest parts of the the fan base were kids, you know, like in elementary and middle school. Yeah. And so they're all just doing like the Naruto runs. And it just as we all did as kids, like we see something that we think is cool <laughs> and we just – And they killed it for us. Yeah. Well, honestly, and because I remember the kids talking about when it was coming out, like he was in high school and his perception was it was this thing that all these middle schoolers he saw liked it and they were all annoying. And so he associated – the annoyance of middle schoolers with the show and yeah that makes sense yeah so I, something like that happened i don't know how i got that perception because i didn't know anybody that watched it um see and i did and they did those weird runs and that's why i was like i don't want to watch that show yeah and then i heard how many episodes it had and i said i it's too late i don't want to jump on this train anymore it's it's left right yeah so um but all that being said I, I I was completely wrong. The show's awesome. You know, it's it's super long. Is it up there with Death Note? I you know, I've never seen all the Death Note. Um but What about uh Neon Genesis Evangelion? Oddly enough, I've not seen all that either. Okay. Um but like have you seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yeah. So I I think it's it, I think it's pretty close to that. I don't think it's as good. Um because Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is so tight, like it's sixty-four episodes and none of it's filler. And yeah, the problem that that Naruto has is it's just it follows same the some of the same tropes that you get with most shonen animes, especially from that time period and earlier. Um, and it's all because of yeah, because they're trying to catch up. Yeah, because they'd get ahead of the manga, and so they put in like filler episodes just to like you know allow time for the artists and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, have you seen um, Demon Slayer? I have. I, I actually watched that recently. It was one of the last things good? I watched on Netflix before I ended the account. Um, that one, I think, is okay. contrary to popular belief. I think is super overhyped, just so so okay. overly hyped. Because um, that's on my list of something I want to watch. I, I th- and I've I've only heard it in passing like twice. Yeah, I think. It, but I, I'd rather know if it's worth my time. Versus, you know, I could have watched something better. Yeah. I. So here's what I would say. If uh, There's a few ways I would go about it. If you enjoy being on the pulse of kind of what's popular and being a part of the conversation, then I think it's probably worth a watch. Because it's not, it's not bad by any means. It's just I've just seen a lot of things that have already done what it's done. And I think there's a lot of things that have done what it's done a lot better. Um my my main gripe with it is the pacing of it and um 
and the way it, like it explains things to you like it doesn't really explain things so to use like full metal alchemist Wait. as a an example that show for like the first yeah. 10 episodes or so or longer like consistently tells you what the rules are of using alchemy in that world and so when things happen you completely understand right. how it works and in um demon slayer yeah or when or when something's weird to the characters like whenever they're able to to do alchemy without drawing on the ground right yeah um, yeah without the transmutation like, circle how did you do that like that's not yeah yeah and we're all like how how did she do that that's not possible <clears throat> and then she explains to him yeah exactly that so yeah. I, okay and demon slayer doesn't do that it doesn't they don't they don't make they don't create a world they just yeah just it kind okay. of is it and i understand why they do it cuz they're just trying to like get to the action and cut out some of that your your stereotypical shonen stuff but the problem is you kind of need that to an extent like you have to do some of the typical things if you're going to make a shonen to like to get the audience up to up to speed to understand what's going on um see i don't know if i agree with that yet i get what you're trying to say you got to build the world first before people can realize what's what's happening right right i don't i don't think you have to develop the world first i think you can do it in different orders but see this is where i would i would say that i would recommend watching it if you want to be able to like join in on this conversation more fully i think it would be yeah. worth watching but the second thing i would the other, other way i'd recommend it is um i would let you know a couple more seasons come out and and see what happens because I, I think another good example is attack on titan um i i didn't really care for attack on titan at first um but the more i've watched that one's really good yeah the more i've watched the better it's gotten because they kind of and and i still do think the pacing in the first season at points is kind of weird like there's points where like five years have passed and there's never a single thing that tells you that that's happened and so it's a bit of whiplash like it it took me a few episodes to realize oh five years have passed you know and there's a certain character when they're when they're doing the training, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think well, actually, before they get to the training, I think like a lot of years had passed. Um, but anyways, and there's like a certain character. Just in case somebody hasn't seen it, I won't say who it is. But a certain character dies, and it's a pretty common thing in that show. Like everybody knows that characters die in that show. But a certain character dies, and I didn't know that for like a long time. Because of just how oddly, Wait, why did you not? oddly they paced it. Like it just, oh, you know. Okay. So I didn't really like the show. And also I thought the character development was just atrocious. Like there is none for the most part. And I still think that's kind of yeah. consistent. Like I don't think there's a whole lot of character development. But they've done things in the later seasons. I, I need to watch it again. Cause I... Yeah. Yeah. It, well, they've done things in later seasons that kind of like make things better. And I think that the show has a different goal where – Full Metal Alchemist is a lot about character development. Um, this show is about the mystery of the the world, and so it does very good world building. Like that's there's a big pro to that show is you always want to know why something is the case, even though I could pretty much care less about all the characters. But as you start learning more oh, okay. things, then things start making more sense. And then I understand why they did certain things the way they did. And so it's one of those shows where I like, even if it doesn't end well, I have like, you know, respect for the author of knowing that it's kind of a gamble to start his story the way he does, where he just like is quickly going through things and dropping things in and not like giving explanations to things until later, because it, yeah. after you've seen later stuff, it retroactively makes the show better, um, which that's a big gamble and that's a really hard thing to do, you know. Dude, I think that's the perfect show for me. So, there's this sh there's this show on Hulu called um uh what is it like The Boys in the Hood or uh The NSYNC Boys. I don't know what it's called. Okay. But it's it's these guys that are like have superhero powers and they're superheroes, but they're also bad. Like behind the scenes, they're bad, but they're superheroes, right? Oh, are you talking about like they're not bad as in on Amazon the the boys? Yeah, that one. Yeah, on Amazon the boys. Yeah, so everyone kept telling me to watch it, so I started on season two. I didn't realize it. I just pushed play, 
I was watching it and I was like, I don't know what's going on. This guy's mad about something. His girlfriend died. Don't know how or what happened, but apparently it's the mutant's fault because that's who he's mad at and he blames them for her death. I was so like in into the show because I wanted to figure out what the crap was going on. And then I found out I'm on season two and I was like, oh, but it was so good. Yeah. So I went back to season one. I was like, if I enjoyed it, I'm going to enjoy it more from the beginning. It killed the show for me. They were ex- they basically stopped the show every step of the way to tell you what was happening, who the bad guy was, and who the good guy was. And it ruined it. I liked um, being, I liked thinking the world existed before I started watching them. Gotcha. And when I went to the beginning, it felt <clears throat> like the world was starting to exist. And I was like, yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that. It just ruined the show for myself. Like um, One Punch Man. I think that's one of my favorite ones. It does a real good job of, of making you think like things are happening regardless of whether you're watching or not kind of thing. Or The Office. Yeah. One Punch Man was good the first season. I've not seen the second season, but I've not heard good things about it. I don't think I've seen the second season either. Yeah, a lot of people just but, um, say they like gave up on animating the show really well. And so it really had a, a huge impact on it. But he also, the, the guy that created that show Damn. also created a, a manga uh, called Mob Psycho uh, 100. And that show is amazing. I think what happened is I think a lot more focus just got put in that. I feel like he cares about that more than One Punch Man. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was done after the first season because that first season, I mean, it's it's really good. Yeah. So um, I wanted to go to touch back. Um, we were talking about uh, mechanics and genre. You don't think there's an importance between the two? Like, you don't think one is more important than the other as, as far as distinction goes for categories? Um, so I, I think that, you know, calling genres based on game mechanics is weird. So to me, to me, I probably want to know more about what the genre is than what the mechanics are, but okay, that's not how we talk about games, you know? And I think that has, that's like a big thing is like. It depends on how, uh, you know, if a majority of people talk about something a certain way, then that's probably the the way that you need to use it, you know, with a lot of things, obviously, not everything. Yeah. There are more important things that, you know, whatever. But, yeah, we call... We call... Well, the reason why I'm asking okay. is because then I, I would say that if you have a, um, a patty of a meat mm-hmm. and you put it between two buns, regardless of the type of bun you have a burger. And if you have to make a sandwich, you need deli meats, specifically deli meats. I don't think so. I don't think you need specifically deli meat. What else can you make a sandwich out of? Other than, I mean, cheese, I guess, but uh, any, any thinly sliced. Well, um, like chicken breasts and stuff are, you know, I guess you can technically say it's 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 cut, but it's not sliced. It's but it's cut off the bone, but it's it's a fillet. Yeah, and then, right, which is a cut. Yeah, but it's not a slice. I mean, there's like that's an actual distinction between like it's it's you're talking about yeah, the, it's not a the slice. thickness of the cut, you know. But even yeah, it's even, not a slice for sure. Even ground is is a cut essentially. Yeah. I would agree, but I would say a sandwich needs to be a slice, not a cut, not a ground, a slice. So, don't you think? Well, I still think that I think a burger is a subcategory of a sandwich. Yeah. And here, okay. And if you look, like, if you pull it up on Google, it says the main ingredients. And I didn't even I I didn't do this prior. When I had this conversation with my friend last night. This is the conclusion we came to, on our own. But it's ground meat and bread. Um, I would say that typically that bread's going to be a bun. It's still a sandwich, but it's a subcategory of a sandwich. It's a it's a very specific sandwich. It's a burger. Because the meat is ground. 
because the meat is ground. And I think that's it. I think that's the only thing that makes it a burger is that it's ground meat put between bread. Okay, so then if we apply that rule, because I think I can agree with this. If someone were to ask for a chicken burger, what they want is ground chicken made into a patty, breaded, and then put in between buns. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely agree with that. And then if it's just a slice or a cut... It would it would fall under just the general category of sandwich because it doesn't quali- it doesn't meet the qualifier of being ground up for it to be a burger. Right. Makes sense to me, man, because I think that's what they did in uh, Hamburg, Germany, was ground it up. So if that's what they use as a qualifier, I think we can agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we came to a, a pretty sweet consensus and talked about some cool anime. Do you have any final words before you go? Um, you should watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood if you're in anime. I think it's one of the best. Um, if uh, if you've been on the fence about Naruto or or, or thought it was stupid, it's actually really good. Um, it does some fantastic uh, character development and it has some really good big payoffs. Um, I've actually gotten quite emotional at times because of just how well it did certain things. But if you're going to watch it, I would highly recommend using a filler guide because there is a lot of filler, like almost 50% of the show is filler. So it'll make it a lot more manageable and a lot easier to get through it all. It's still a pretty big watch, but certainly worth it. Um, And if you go to Chick-fil-A, order a chicken sandwich, not a chicken burger. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I just want to add my two cents. Please, for the sake of the experiment, next time you go out to eat, order a chicken burger just to see what the person, what their face looks like and what they say. Um, That's all for the show. Thank you guys for listening. You can reach us at tinapodcast at gmail.com. That's T-I-N-A-A podcast at gmail.com. And hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you.